You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 338 for June 3rd, 2021. This week, we talk about BTS chicken nuggets, Pride Month, eating at restaurants, Bluetooth toothbrushes, selling stuff online, and Hidden Valley Crocs. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Ugh, it's time. It's that time of year, Joe. Are you quitting? Am I firing you? (laughs) It would be more you're firing me. Oh, finally, the time has come where Joe is letting me go from these shackles. I like we pretend that I have the power to fire you. Honey, this just like, we just keep, it's just like inertia at this point. It, someone has someone has to stop us. We're not going to stop each other. Some, there has to be an intervention from a third party if you want this to stop. You have to like hire Inertia someone. Inertia is a property of matter. Are you telling me that you went to school and got two degrees? No, wasn't that what they said in the beginning of Bill Nye? Inertia huh? is a property of matter. I, I might be wrong. I remember Bill Nye. He's still alive. He didn't die. He's not dead. I know. I saw him speak a couple years ago. Oh, wow. Did he say words? He said, I hate Sam Antonoli. <laughs> he said, I hate gays. Happy Pride. <laughs> I guess that was like five or six years ago now. Gee, oh, the time flies. Time flies. Where did you see him at? I saw him at my alma mater, uh, University of Central Arkansas. My bestie had tickets. Oh. And uh, so we went and we saw him. Was he, was he good? I bet he's a good speaker. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was called like... I don't know. He talked about a sundial. He talked about making a sundial on the beach or something. Mm -hmm. That's hot. And I mean, he can make anything interesting. I was like, yeah, science. I very much, I very much appreciate Bill Nye. Bill Nye is a uh, mechanical engineer by trade. And that is what my father also does. Oh my gosh. That's what Justin is. Right. I, I, I always, well, I'm obviously, I'm not going to, you're not going to answer this in the podcast, but I was always very curious. I need to ask you what firm he works at to see if Justin's firm and my dad's firm are competitors or if they work in completely different fields. They probably work in completely different fields. My dad does stuff for the EPA and I know Justin like did something with bridges or something. I don't know. He does not work with bridges, nor has he ever. I thought there was a bridge (laughs) that he was looking at. Do you remember I was telling him the other day People in middle school, when I was in middle school, we would say, cry me a river, build me a bridge and get over it. And he was like, what? What? I was like, yeah. You never said that? No. Well, I mean, I didn't talk to people in middle school. I mean, I tried to talk to people in middle school. They wouldn't talk to me. That's what we said. We we said, cry me a river, build me a bridge and get over it. No wonder people hated you. (laughs) Well, because I was gay. (laughs) Speaking of, happy Pride Month. Oh, happy Pride Month. It is currently June second and i'm already sick of all of the gays on twitter so it is gays on twitter i'm sick of the straights i don't think straight people should be allowed to talk for the entire month of june oh that would be so nice that the cis straight people should be allowed to open their mouths form an opinion i mean for at least the month if not the rest of the year or the rest of their lives oh my god they've spoken too much i every pride (laughs) month I can't wait to see what the straights round up. How well, the straights pull focus. Honey, oh, they are focus. cooking it up. They are trying to pull focus. What straight pride parade is going to be announced this year? Right. What? Who's going to have an opinion about my life? Who is who doesn't have anything to do with me? 
You know what I mean? Who's going to politicize my sexuality this month? Uh, probably Walmart and all the other corporations <laughs> that have. Uh, who's that are, not going to make their Twitter icon a rainbow? Who do I go after? Go right. in. Go uh, off. Pa- apparently, if you're a company and you don't, if you're a, a multi conglomerate corporation with, you know, a tax haven in the Caribbean, if you don't have a rainbow for your Facebook profile picture, then you are officially homophobic during June. And I don't make the rules. That's just how it is. That's what we that's what we discussed at the last meeting. Yeah, at the last um, during the last the last conference, the last um, we decided the last supper. All LGBTQIA people are on the exact same page. We all have the exact same opinions. And that's what we decided. We all share one conglomerate brain. (laughs) One brain cell. One brain cell. <laughs> One brain cell. <laughs> and Piggy has it most of the time. That's true. Yeah, he's thinking about ball or food. Um, what? What's your? How do you like Pride Month? How do you like your Pride Month? Over easy? Well I, done, uh, honey. I like Crispy. it hard. I like it hard. <laughs> I like it burnt. I like it burnt over. On both I like sides. it over hard and rubbery. Love a rubbery uh-huh. Pride Month. You know. I really like rubbery eggs. But continue. Can I quit? This podcast after you said that? I told you we started buying pasture pasture raised eggs, not cage free. What does that mean that they were, you know, they have a spa week? I was looking it up. Cage free is still not good enough. That means they went out in the sun like once for like five minutes. Whereas pasture raised means they were like actually raised in the pasture. They have paid time off. They have they have paid health time, insurance. paid sick leave. They have vacation <laughs> days. They have health insurance with benefits. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have they have a break room at the office. You crack open the eggs, and the yolk is in the shape of a smile. God, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's eggs, sm- you cr- the eggs. The eggs are slightly. They come from slightly less tortured hens. They're um. We love they're to supposed to be more nutritious. Well, I know that like. Is, are eggs that are brown more nutritious than eggs that are white, or does that not have anything to do with anything? I'm not sure that the color of the eggshell has because anything to do with it. Because there's like blue eggs. There's like, I mean, I bit into an egg once. Crocodile, baby crocodile was in there. There I are so many that. different kinds of eggs. I just imagine you eating raw eggs, just, <laughs> just like biting into a raw egg, being like, "This." I was down. It's a new phase. In the, I was down in the cattails by the Potomac, bit into an egg. Stork, baby stork fell out. And that's how Piggy was born. <laughs> <laughs> Piggy hatched from an egg in the, you know, oh my in the God. bayou. Oh, the cheese that I talked about last week. We were at the, our farmer's market, as we are every weekend, dropping off our compost. Mm-hmm. And I found the tent where they <gasps> sell the cheese oh from my West God. Virginia. Oh, my God. I know. And I said, I looked at them. I, po- I waved and I said, let's not get some this week. And we didn't. Wow. Don't support your local <laughs> farmer's market. Just wave and leave. Just wave said, and leave. Let's not. Yeah. We'll get um, some eventually. It's good. Jeez. But just wasn't for me this week. It just wasn't. It just wasn't the week. Thankfully, the farmer's market happens every week. So you can go back this week. You know? It's true. There every week. Maybe they'll be there. Who knows? Anyways. um, Pride Month. Oh, yeah. Pride Month. Which corporations are you going to support this Pride Month? Because that's what this month is about. Um, I don't know yet. Amazon, Google, Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> oh. Twitter. Prime Days. Oh, yeah. Prime Day. this month. Mm-hmm. You got your Amazon Gay Prime. Gay Prime? 
Gay they prime. should call it gay prime instead of gay pride at Amazon. They I'm sorry, F- but the marketing, it's the marketing there. team, it's there. It markets yeah. itself. It truly does. It markets itself. Oh, no. Are are there? I think, I think, but I'm not 100% sure the DC Pride Parade is canceled like this year anyway. Oh, really? But I think there's like some kind of pride event stuff going on. I need to look into it. I haven't been good about looking into it into it well i mean i'm not a um i'm not a leave my house to go do things type of person and i can't schedule the parade to go through my living room so i i'm not really a big parade person um i i don't remember the last pride parade that i went to not saying that pride parades are bad if you want to go to the parade girl go to the parade but you know the parade in montana is like two gay chickens and a donkey running through a a, a barn and then shitting at the end. That's the gay pride parade here in Montana. And it's oh, like, honey, a bunch of cocks honey, running around in a barn shitting. <laughs> honey, set, sign me up, honey. Honey, sounds like white party, honey. <laughs> so, but it wasn't so white at the end, honey. You know what I mean, honey? Oh, oh honey. honey. Oh, honey. Shit on my chest, honey. No. Anyways, are you going to do um, any any pride specific activities this month? I. Oh, well, I don't know. I need to look up. I need to look up what's going on. I've never, I think, no, actually, I have been to the parade in D.C. And I've been down to the festivities mm. before, the year before COVID. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's fun. I I don't necessarily, I think, okay, the year before COVID, there was a fake shooting at our pride. Oh. And like everyone had to be evacuated. Very I think it turned festive. Out, it turned out not to be a gun, but like our friends were down there and they were texting us through it. And I was like, uh, um, know, I hate that this is a, no, I'll, I'll not catch in, it next, as in I'll, like, I don't I'll care catch, about them. I'll catch it next year. It's fine. It sounds like there's, you know, they're already, t- you know, they're, they're hanging out down there. They're doing their own thing. It's just, it seems a little too rowdy for me. You know, I'll just, I'll catch it next year. It was like, oh, first of all, it's sad that like, that's doesn't cross my mind as like an out of the realm possibility. No, you know no, I mean? no, no, absolutely. And then also, well, I, I, I'm not a fan of crowds. So every time we've gone, I haven't really enjoyed crowds. I get recognized. Oh, it's so, it's so difficult being you. People you come know? up and they say, "Oh, I used to watch your videos." <laughs> <laughs> and didn't I say, you, "I still make them." Didn't I still you have, make them? Didn't, weren't you? Didn't you have a YouTube channel <laughs> like 10, I am, 20 years ago? YouTube has been gay royalty since. <laughs> they recognize her at the parade. So. We love to see it. <laughs> no, but uh, it's usually a little too hot for me. Anything over 70, we know I have heat stroke. So Right. She needs, she needs a parasol. She needs a portable air conditioner. She needs a tent that only you're allowed to be in. Yeah. A walk-in freezer. That's what she needs. Yeah. I remember the last year we went to the festival stuff. It was, and this is talked about a lot every year, the corporate, you know, corporate corporate pride. And then you have, I mean, you know, those companies are like paying, like those companies are essentially funding the parade Mm -hmm. and the, and the fair and all of that stuff, which is, you know, it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword because you go there and all you see is like Chase Bank, Bank of America, give you <laughs> a free <Bank>. frisbee. <laughs> right. Like right. every bank is there. And then there's like all of these places that don't have anything to do with, well, 
Not that they, I'm sure they have LGBTQIA plus workers, but you know, they're, they're there to, for, for face, you know? Right. It's like, I'm so glad that you're, you know, not going to discriminate against me when I need to take out a student loan and you're going to charge me like 18% interest per year. Right. Like really appreciate right. that. Thank you so like, much for taking all of my money. You know, what an ally. They yeah, give the, you frisbee. The, the Sally Mae. The Sally Mae God. Oh my God. But I like, bet. I bet, girl. I just wish that. I wish that. Like the Pride, the festival, I guess costs a lot, it costs a lot of money to reserve that stuff, have the tents, have the talent, and right. stuff like they're that. Right. They're going to have, have to have sponsors. And so it is a right. double sword, you know? So, I understand that. But it's also like. I feel like the more and more, and a lot of people are pointing this out, that, that pride is becoming more commodi- commoditized? Com- commercialized. Commercialized. Thank you. Every every year, it seems. Oh, it's, yeah. It, it's more of a commercial event, et it cetera, et cetera. That, that, you know, I wish they were able to blend in. Like, there are always local booths, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish they could just, like, I wish, I don't know. I wish there were more, there got to be more local booths than there are. Right. But, you know, I guess money is needed to run things. And that just really goes to the root of all evil, which is money. Capitalism. Well, Capitalism. my parents evil. are, are going to be camping up north uh, for our, our pride. Um, for our, our pride parade here in Montana, my parents are evacuating the premises and they didn't invite me. So I think that they are homophobic. And I think I need new parents. Um, so if somebody, you think? Any, uh, I think. So if anyone wants to volunteer to be my new parents, um, make sure you're rich. And that is, that's it. It's very interesting because the past, oh God, four or five years, um, the Pride Parade here in Montana has always been on Father's Day weekend in June. And so it was always Ooh, like, daddy, right? So it's it, it screams like, okay, so it's because all these gays have daddy issues, and so they go to the pride parade. Meanwhile, like I have a good relationship with my father, and so I would always pick like going home and and spending the weekend with my dad over pride parade. It's like, does that make me straight? Does that make me a bad gay that I I don't have a you know that my that my dad didn't beat me when I was a kid or something like what does that say no. anyway this year they I have actually, a great relationship with my dad but I still want to scream it in bed I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that um <laughs> surprisingly this year they actually switch it to July so it's not during Father's Day weekend so I could potentially go but like I said it involves people it involves crowds I mean I don't want to get recognized either you know that donkey might you know donkey kick me in the fucking face and so I I can't I can't sacrifice the beautiful face for the podcast but if you're gonna go out and celebrate pride do it have a great time um um be safe as usual um, do pick up trash because one of the sad things about after the parade is gone is you look around and there is trash everywhere. Don't be a Clean, litter bug, okay? Trash. Let's not be they a throw, litter bug. They throw fucking water bottles off those floats, which is good. You know, people need water. But I have friends who got hit with a head with water bottles. Concussion, sis. That's homophobic. So we, we should be mindful about how heavy the items are. Maybe mm-hmm. we should hand them to the crowd. Um, clean up. Be um, happy. And if you, I don't know, if if you're a, a super introvert like me, and I'm probably not going to be doing anything for Pride because it's not my cup of tea, I think I'm just going to, like, give a donation to my local LGBT center or something, you know? Yeah, Support them a little a, bit. You know, 
I mean, Pride is not, Pride Month is not about parades in general. It's about visibility. Mm -hmm. It's about our history. It's about Stonewall. Remember, it's the anniversary of Stonewall. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's a, it's a time where we more, more than usual, I guess, say we're here. Shut your fucking face. (laughs) Move over. We're here. Shut the fuck up. Give me $200. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I say every morning to my straight neighbors. Exactly. This is your gay tax. Give me $200. (laughs) That's what I tweeted today. I tweeted the the Dr. Phil meme and I added, I'm gay. Give me $200. And so I get, I think for for Pride Month, I'm just going to shitpost. And and if people unfollow me for it, then I'm going to declare them homophobic. Is that fair? I think that's what you're supposed to do this well, month. Well, thank God for the mute button for everyone else. We can honor our past, mm-hmm. honor those who fought for the rights we have today, while yeah. also shit posting. Yeah, it, it's a good. It should be you know ship half shit posting, half introspective understanding well, of our past and supporting those within the the queer umbrella that are still um that still have way less privilege and rights compared to a cis gay man that is white like myself always taking that into and consideration you probably have that ability to ship posts because of the work that lgbtqia plus people have done before right they threw the first brick at stonewall so i could ship post on twitter i mean in a roundabout way kind of I don't think they were thinking of you, but in a I mean, no one, way. No one really thinks about me. And I thank God for that every day. You know, I never think about you. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. You wake up in the morning, brain dead. No thought. If we're recording at 2.30, at, at 2.29, I think, oh, shit, Sam exists. He's about to call me. And then 10 minutes later, I call because I'm always late. Yeah. Yeah. But just remember, everybody. There will be a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate during Pride Month, and that just shows you why we need Pride Month. Right. Do you know what I mean? All it's the people just, complaining about Pride Month is the reason why we need Pride Month. Yes. Be and visible. you are loved for all that hate that you may get or that you may see. There is so much more love. People who care about you, you know, d- d- you know, shut out the haters. Right. Just, and, you know. I love saying haters. <sighs> but that's what they are. They hate. I mean, I hate you, but it's not because you're gay. Hillary Duff had a song called Haters. And let me tell you, she was right. Wow. I want I want Hillary Duff to pop out of the the, the clothing rack at H&M and tell people to you stop being homophobic in June. You broke up during that entire uh, sentence on my phone. So I'm oh. just going to think that you said you, Hil- Hillary Duff Dignity is your favorite album of all time. And that is absolutely what I said. <laughs> and that is on period, sis. <laughs> Um, okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> what, are you ready to move on? Do you want to talk about Pride Month anymore? Oh, we can't. You... We can talk about it the whole podcast. Oh, you're, you're still talking? Yeah, one of us has to. That's true. What do you have for us this week? Um, okay, so did you see, so my friend Andy sent me the article or the eBay link initially, but have you seen that? Okay, so there's a bidding war going on right now for a McDonald's Among Us shaped chicken nugget from a BTS meal at McDonald's on eBay. Uh, like everything you just said went inside my brain and turned into hot gas and then got released out of my ass. Yeah, it's, it's the stupidest thing. 
It's the stupidest <laughs> it's thing. Stupidest thing on now, earth. <laughs> there's an there's articles about this which I looked up later. And okay, so I mean, you know, Among Us, right? The game with the little. The people in the spacesuits. Yes, yes. I I watched. I I mean, it's fun. I watched watched AOC play it. I never played it, but I watched a bunch of streamers play it when it was like the big thing, like six months ago or whatever. And now, you know, I don't, I I don't watch. I don't, I don't, I don't watch anyone play it anymore. I think it, it kind of phased out in terms of popularity. It's still a fun game. It's still pretty fun. Yes, but um, this chicken nugget happens to be shaped like an Among Us character, just randomly, which. It's kind of gruesome because <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know. I don't want my chicken. Well, I feel is, like my chicken should be shaped like chicken. Well, the thing is, is this Among Us chicken nugget cage free, pasture raised, organic, oh, GMO free? I would, honey, it's ground up, squirted through a tube. Chicken, pink chicken paste. onto a fucking, yes. Anyway, uh, how delicious. much do you think it's up to? It's got a, one day and 12 hours left as of this podcast. Uh, and some of the articles are like, oh, they're bidding on this because it's among, it's among us. I think they're bidding on it because it came from a BTS meal, which I, there's no way to confirm. Right. I they could just think. say it. They could just, yeah, they could say it. They have it in a plastic baggie. I think this is an Ikea plastic baggie. Reusable. What? what? Honey, reusable plastic bags. That's the, that's the tea these days. An Among Us shaped chicken nugget from McDonald's via a BTS meal. In an Ikea bag? Honey, I thought we were done with it's corporations Inception. and pride. Honey, this is spon- This is a sponsored eBay post. <laughs> what if this is all like one big marketing scheme? With like all Shipping is $4.45. That seems like a lot for shipping one chicken nugget in the mail. <laughs> I don't know. I mail a lot of stuff, and I think that's probably accurate for a chicken nugget. Well, here's my thing. Is there not a policy on eBay selling like food, like fresh food that's going to be like rotten by the time you buy it? People sell that Jesus toast. Right. People sell, they, people probably sell chicken nuggets all the time shaped like Jesus on eBay. Like, I remember there's been like Jesus shaped Cheetos, the Jesus toast. That was a good one. Jesus crackers. And now the new Jesus is an Among Us character. So Jesus has evolved. The only people wilder than K pop stands are Jesus stands. Right. They should combine. No, they really should not. They should really not. Can you imagine? (laughs) Can you imagine Christian K-pop music? It would be indestructible. <laughs> it would be destructible. It would be destructive. It would destroy other people. It would destroy society as we know it. I absolutely agree. Can okay. we say? Oh, what? What? I have a big problem with BTS promoting McDonald's because I feel like that's like promoting poison to children. But also, like, BTS in itself, like, the fandom is poisoned. So it's like, does it kind of even itself out? So you're, so you're saying it's like giving the problematic fandom poison anyway. It's well, getting right. rid of a problem. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it is so fucking irresponsible to promote, like, a fast food chain. Well, I mean... For, like, you know, a celebrity to endorse a fast food chain. That is true. But you also know that, like, all the members of BTS are, like, chained down to a machine. And the machine is running everything. So it's, you know, I'm sure the the individual members of BTS are, you know, have no input on this. As someone who was a K-pop fan, I was never Stan. I was a K-pop fan. I understand K-pop. I understand the industry. Listen to K-pop. But the now fans, you you look at it at a distance. I look at it at a distance because works. 
there's so many problems with it. I think it is so cringy and but not k-pop itself some aspects of k-pop are cringy and they're like problematic a lot of aspects are problematic but i think the thing that makes k-pop cringy is the fans oh yeah absolutely the fandom because it's like i feel like i've said before um i feel like a lot of um a lot of people who were stands of one direction when they grew out of one direction and one direction died they all jumped ship onto k-pop and I don't it know is why. This very, this very ownership based mindset that stan communities have. They think that they own these people. Mm-hmm. They think that they control these people. You and know, it's obsessive. a very slippery slope. Right. And, and they're obsessive to the point of um, this I, eBay listing. Yeah, this eBay listing. It's very unhealthy. Um, the articles I've been saying have, have that I've read, like I said, they're like, oh, the Among Us fandom so big. I'm pretty sure it's the BTS fandom who's getting yeah, on Yeah, pretty sure. Anyway, so how long has this listing been up? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a seven-day listing or a five-day listing. How I'm much just, How much money do you think? At least 500 fucking dollars for this. That's fucking it? I mean... I, Sam, I want you to... You're going to need to brace yourself. Do, uh, you do, I, do I need to reach higher? $51,200. You know how much? 51000 thousand two hundred dollars is what it's up to right now it's had 158 bids for a piece of chicken for a piece of chicken shaped like an an among us character from a bts meal let's see what it started at it started at 99 cents (laughs) honey i don't think it's worth anything i i don't think it's worth more than a buck a buck 50 i'm intrigued to find out I mean, some of these people are bidding on it. Like you, you can see the bidding history. They have like gold stars. I these, think some so of these, these are, are like joke bids. Oh yeah, a lot of people. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is I, I'm assuming there's a lot of like you know crazed 14 year old fans who are but faking, there is, faking bids. But if there's like people with gold stars, verified eBay buyers, yeah, that's real money. This they allegedly have this money. I um, am disgusted. Yeah. I think that is... It's Pride Month donated to a charity. I hate it because I didn't think of it. Do you know what I mean? Right. I hate it because I could have literally taken, you know, a frozen nugget from Costco out of one of those, like, you know, dino nuggets or whatever, and I could have reshaped it and then sold it on eBay for $51,000. Like, hello? This could have been mine. People are selling the BTS bags, the BTS McDonald's merchandise. I mean... It's really, and now there's so many knockoffs, knockoffs of this bid. I just Googled BTS or on eBay, search for BTS McDonald's. There's at least one, two, three, four, five, six, copycat, seven, eight, nine, copycat McNuggets. There's one, there's a, this is an ultra rare Korean peninsula shaped McDonald's BTS meal chicken nugget among us McNugget. That's the full listing. I feel like that this is an opportunity to take everything out of crypto and put it all into (laughs) fake McDonald nuggets via BTS on eBay. I feel like this is the market. We got to call the Koch brothers or the brother that's still alive. The other one's currently burning in hell. Um, And we need to get all their money. Just put all your money into this. This is where it's at, girl. All your eggs in this basket. I'm going to use the money I made off Dogecoin and now invest it in Among Us shaped chicken nuggets from bts meals i feel like that's not a niche market at all and i feel like it's only going to go higher 
We are not financial advisors. You should yes, probably we talk are. to anyone you, else before you, you talk sh- to us. If, if we're anything, if we're qualified to talk about anything on this podcast, it's what to do with your money. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Um. Anyway, this makes me hate everything. And I... $51,000 for a piece of chicken for a little nuggy. Who knows if it's actually gonna... I mean, some of these might be real bitters. A lot of them are probably meme bitters. But I think, I mean, it's gonna sell for... Someone's gotta buy it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I I guess don't underestimate the rabbit fandom that is the, you know, K-pop and BTS. Yeah. I think the Among Us Twitter, uh, like, signal boosted it. But it was already up pretty high before then. Right. It was already at like 30,000 when they did it, I think. But Girl... There you go. Um, I've um, been I've been speaking of eBay. I've been selling some old tech stuff on eBay. I sold like an old FireWire card the other day. I'm selling some old um uh hard drives that I didn't need anymore. I'm kind of getting into like selling old stuff on eBay. And I know yeah. you've you've been a eBay connoisseur for the past 30, 40 years. Like you have been my eBay with account eBay. is old. Yeah, girl, like yeah. You've, you've bought shit off of eBay. You've sold shit sold. on eBay. What are your tips as a professional eBay-stress? I mean, there is so much shit on eBay. If you literally are legible and clear in your description, you're probably going to sell it. Someone will buy it. If you have n- nice pictures, don't mm-hmm. take a picture in front of like your fucking cigarette stained carpet. Mm-hmm. With like it's, a dead it, cat in the background, right? It's you know me what I mean. N- naked in a robe in a back in the background, holding it in front of me. The item, yeah. I'll report it, honey. I, I'm gonna get so many bids. You have no. I'll idea. report that. Report that to the FBI. That's who you're gonna report it to. Um. Yeah. I mean, selling on as long as you title your thing right, do a good description, have great pictures. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to sell stuff on eBay. And here's a pro tip as someone who has sold like four things off of eBay or on eBay, go to Staples and buy some um, some mail labels and then just print out the labels at home and just stick it on a mailer and then you bring it to the post office and you're done. You can even have the mail picked up right from your house these days. This is not sponsored by eBay. I'm just telling you, to, you can get rid of your old shit and get money for it. I'm just collecting if you have dust a baking scale... You can weigh it at your house. That's what I do. Print out the label. I I use my baking scale to weigh my shit, my little little hard drives and stuff. It's amazing. It's multi-purpose. Honey, it's almost like scales don't matter. Anyway. What? I I, I don't know. It sounds like the scales have chipped in our favor. (laughs) (laughs) Please buy my old shit off I don't know if you're real laughing or if you're dying, and I'm okay with either. Oh, I love you. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> what's 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 what, <laughs> what's the most ex- what's the most expensive thing that you've bought and or sold on eBay? Well, I bought an accordion. Well, we all know how that worked out. <laughs> I don't know the most expensive thing. I've definitely um, so when I recently upgraded my computer, I there are a lot of websites that'll like take your old graphics card. So I didn't mess oh, with yeah. eBay this time. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, just so I could get guaranteed prices and get them out of here fast, mm-hmm. which the way graphic cards are nowadays, you can probably make a really good buck for them. On yeah, eBay. you their used graphics cards are like a really good market. Absolutely, they want they want a crypto. They want to mine their Dogecoin with it. 
Oh, Jesus, I want to die. Anyway, continue. Um, I don't know what the most expensive. It's been a couple years since I've put anything on eBay, mm-hmm. honestly. Most of my electronics I've been selling have been like my CPU. There's like websites that'll just take your CPU for a set amount of cash. Interesting. So I've been doing that. I never even yeah. realized that. I sold our CPU off of eBay. Uh, mm. like a month ago because my my roommate's computer died and so we had to like upgrade her motherboard and the new motherboard obviously doesn't take the old cpu because it's like five years old and so but the old cpu is like still worth a lot of money and so we i sold the old cpu and blah 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 blah, blah. but there you go i think the most expensive thing i sold my old nas on ebay and i think i got like 250 bucks out of it your old what my old like network attached storage thing where you put a bunch of hard oh. drives in Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I upgraded and I, I sold the old one because nothing was wrong with it. I just needed more power. But anyways, please give me all your money. It's Pride Month. That's the moral of the story. There you go. It's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Support your month. gays on eBay. Honey, support your local eBay gays. Your e-gays for short. Don't call us Is that, that. like e-boy? E-boy Ooh. but e-gay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not. Speaking of fashion... Oh, and not, I mean, I'm the most qualified person out of this two-person team. Well, three-person team. Piggy edits the podcast. Um, Let me tell you, the fashion article I have is right up your alley. Oh, please. I hope it's like dead raccoons. It is. Um, okay. So there is a limited edition Hidden Valley Ranch dressing Crocs coming out. <laughs> have you seen Sam? <laughs> Greasy, <laughs> disgusting, reminds me of you. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, I was at the grocery store literally yesterday, and I bought some cheese curds. Guess what flavor these cheese curds were? Hidden Valley Ranch? Ranch-flavored cheese curds. And let me tell you, I may or may not have accidentally bought them and thought I was buying regular cheese curds, but I tried them, and they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be. Am I recommending them? No. Am I throwing them out? No. Am I going to eat them? Probably. Anyway. Hidden I'm, Valley Ranch Dressing Cheese Curd. I'm Googling. Sorry. I think, it just, I think it just has like probably buttermilk powder and dill on it. That's probably like the, you know, what makes it ranch flavored because those are the two main ingredients in ranch dressing. Well, I have a lot of opinions about ranch dressing, but we'll get to that in a moment. Do these crocs um, smell and or taste like ranch dressing? No. Oh, I should give a shout out. My friend Ashley sent me this article. Um, I thought they were going to be kind of like scratch and sniff. Ooh. Like they was going to be baked into the petroleum, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. Right. But, and the, it gives you cancer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, mean, I love my Crocs, but I don't know what they're made of. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, they're not made out of anything good. Probably not. They're, they're probably, probably indestructible. Cool. They're like cockroaches and Twinkies. Well, this is in collaboration with Hidden Valley Ranch and streetwear brand, The Hundreds. The footwear brand is releasing a dressing cover. Okay, it says it's a dressing cover shoe. It's not. They're off-white and they're splattered with green speckles, just like ranch dressing looks. Right, 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 right. Um, You can buy them and you can jazz them up with gibbets, which are the charms you put on Crocs. What'd you call me? They have gibbets. They have gibbets that look like french fries, chicken nuggets, veggies, and pizza. So things people dip in uh, their Hidden Valley Ranch. This is absolutely something you're going to buy, isn't it? No, absolutely not. I what? hate ranch dressing. But you love, uh, what about a little pizza charm? 
that you put on oh, your Crocs. Oh, I like the gibbet. The gibbets are really cute, but separate from the from the Hidden Valley Ranch promotion. I see. I want a gibbets. There's an official gibbets that just says vibe. I think I'm going to get it. Sometimes I wish you were dead. Vibe. I love that word. Well, I but, mean, yeah. Okay, so there's a there's a good cause behind this. Along with the shoe, Crocs in the Hundreds are donating to the Independent Hospitality Coalition, a platform that advocates for restaurants and small businesses. I'm reading this on footwearnews.com, by the way. Footnews.com. Um, Earlier this month, Crocs honored healthcare workers, donated 10,000 pairs of shoes to medical professionals uh, in May. Mm-hmm. You requested shoes. They donated over, eight, donating, oh, 10,000 a day. So they donated over 860,000 $860, free pairs to frontline workers. That's nice. You always see like people in the ER wearing Crocs. I'm at the ER a lot. I I know. And I'm at the I, ER a lot. So. I, I know they know you by name. You have a punch <laughs> card. I should be concerned, but I'm not because I just I can't anymore. You know, I'm just I'm waiting for you lot. to go to the ER and never come back. You know, Um, but, it's you know, it's a, it's it's nice things. It sounds like for a, we, a bad product. Nice things. Well, I think did we, we t- either talked about this a little bit last week or like two weeks ago. What happened with Crocs? Because like Crocs came out and they were like deemed the ugliest thing imaginable, untouchables in terms of fashion. And now everyone has a pair of Crocs that they like wear around the house and it's like so out of fashion, but everyone knows that they're comfortable. And so everyone has a, a set. And so it's like, well, an underground. Let thing. me tell you. What happened, Joe? As you are the you are on the on the scene with a fashion degree, tell me what I happened. I have a degree. Mm-hmm. Well, millennials really hated Crocs when they came out, you know. However, Gen Z likes everything that we typically don't like. So Gen Z has embraced the hip happening patterns. Hey, cool kids on Crocs. Joe's thirty. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you let him. What? You know, Joe may shop in the child section at Target, but do not let that fool you. Let me tell you, though, a lot of people don't wear their Crocs out of the house unless you. I mean, they're if I were working in the ER, I'd wear whatever the hell I want. They're going to get barf on them. They're going to get poop on them. I feel like you know they're I mean? a, blood. I, that's the thing. I feel like that Crocs are probably a very good idea if you're working in. A, well, first of all, they're functional. First of all, no one should be fucking judging anything that an ER, anyone working in an ER no, is no. wearing and or doing. Like they are like serving the Agreed. public. They are saving fucking lives. But also, I I bet that's probably a good reason why people in the ER or other hospital environments probably wear Crocs because A, they're really comfortable and they you're on your feet all the fucking time. My sister is a um, ICU nurse. She fucking knows. I don't know. Maybe she wears Crocs. I'll have to ask her. Anyway, and they're probably... Like fucking machine washable. You can probably throw them in the goddamn um, washing machine. Well, and they come out fine. Dishwasher. Oh, yeah. Dishwasher. That's right. She's in the dishwasher. Which correct. allegedly I think you're not supposed to do because I was Googling it. I think they can melt. Just put them on the top rack, not the bottom rack. I, that's not going to be my opinion. That'll be your opinion. Okay. Because I don't want to get in trouble when people melt their Crocs. Honey, we don't, you know, don't call the Croc police. Okay. The crocodile don't call hunter. The croc police. The, when we turn out to be the Croc destroyers. <laughs> Don't call the croc police on us. Oh, that's the funniest you've ever been. You know, one of us has to pull through. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. I I wanted you to die this entire episode. And I'm I'm not taking it back, sweetie. Honey, just this entire episode? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, anyway, um, there really are some cute like patterns on Crocs now. They seem to be like really into meme footwear at this point. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that it was so out of fashion and then Gen Zers, that makes sense Gen Zers picked it up and now they're becoming more in fashion. Well, I have a I have a shoe question for you. Um, sure. Since you are the one with the fashion degree. I have been looking for a um a set of canvas shoes along the lines of like vans or toms to just slip on really quickly and like go walk around. Because we all know that like 10 months out of the year, I'm wearing my my Birkenstocks because I am a, you know, a lesbian that lives in the woods. And um, those are not very good for walking um, longer distances in. And girl, I need to I need to walk around, you know, and I know there's these things called sneakers, tennis shoes um, that are supposed to be walked in. But honey, I have to put on socks. I have to tie laces. I still don't know how to tie laces. Are you kidding me? I can't even read. And so I was under the assumption that vans were out of style. That I like I'm not it no. I'm not that I'm I'm not a junior in high school anymore. I shouldn't be wearing vans because I had a set of vans when I was in high school and at the beginning of college when I first started and I remember how easy they were to wear and how um I could literally throw them in the washing machine and they were fine and they were comfortable. But I was under the assumption that like I was too old for vans. Turns out apparently I'm not, so I I bought a pair from an undisclosed shoe website owned by Amazon. Did you go to Journeys? Did you go to the Journeys in the mall? I did not go to the mall. I ordered them off of Zappos. Um, so I'm going to get them and then hopefully they fit. But I wanted to confirm with you, even though I'm old, am I allowed to wear Vans? First of all, you live in Montana. <laughs> no one's going to be judging nobody, my fashion choices. Nobody gives a shit what you're wearing in Montana. <laughs> no one gives okay. a shit about me, first off. Second of all, it doesn't matter if they're in style. But third of all, they are. They're great. Okay. People in the longboarding community. Oh, here we go. People love their vans. We, I see people in their vans on their longboards in the longboarding community, which I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. And they wear them. I, would, I was thinking about getting a pair of white and black checkered vans. Oh, so you're copying me? Is that what you're saying? I'm Re- starting a no, trend. No, really going back to like live journal days, mm-hmm. MySpace. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe. No, people love that shit. That's it's if it's if it's comfy, it's comfy. But also I wear t- I wear lace up tennis shoes. I don't untie them every time. I just pull them on. Well, I know, but you have baby feet. I have thick hobbit feet. And so it's difficult for me to do that. You can get those uh, shoelaces that are non-tieable. They're just stretchy. Oh, yeah, those are nice. Oh, you can also get ones that are like magnets, but I'm not. I mean, I don't know. Magnetic tennis shoe laces? What? They're not, I mean, they're like, they're magnets that like stick together that like hook onto your laces. I had them before. I I don't know if they're things. Those self-tightening shoes like in the hit movie Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. I I have never seen any of the Back to the Future movies. I think I've seen like a a couple scenes when they were on TV. That just doesn't seem like gay culture. Honey, cars, electricity. Mad the scientists, future. the future. When you're gay, you don't think about the future because you probably don't have one. T. <laughs> when I was gay growing up, I couldn't think about the future because it was just, bleak. I was just trying to survive the day that I was in. You know, I was living in the yeah. moment. I was. Do you ever think about how I was thinking the other day? I was like, now, why do I have an anxiety disorder? And it turns out 
Oh, it looks like are... it looks like the time is up. I'm so sorry. Uh, we really have to go. Excuse me, Tom's not up till six. It turns out when you are when you have are just crushingly anxious for the first twenty five ish years of your life, you turn into a very anxious adult. It's almost like it be it it it's a disorder. It's almost like you don't it... know how to not be anxious. Mm. That's your default. Hmm. Mm. Anyway, psychologytoday.com is a really good resource to find a therapist. Um, Ranch yeah. is disgusting and Caesar's dressing is better. Oh, Caesar dressing all the way. But the thing about Caesar dressing is a lot of people are very freaked out about it because it, it traditionally has anchovies in it. And I'm like, girl, you can't even, A, you can buy Caesar dressing that's vegetarian that doesn't have fucking anchovies in it and it's still delicious. And B, even the stuff with anchovies, it's not like they're like fish pieces in there. And, like, the reason why anchovies are used is because it's, like, a very, it's salty and very savory. It has lots of glutamates in it. And so it's part of the dressing. And it's, like, you, you don't even realize. You wouldn't realize there were anchovies in it unless someone told you or you looked at the label. Anyway, there's I my, feel like. Get off my soapbox. Bad condiments, such as ketchup, such as ranch dressing, always have these really rabid fan bases. Like BTS. I think that if BTS were going to sponsor anything, it should be ranch dressing and ketchup. <laughs> Where's the collab? Where's the collab? I mean, I just think that I think that ranch stands, ketchup stands, and K-pop stands are all very similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. They are like ride or die. Overlap. There's lots of overlap. If you like mustard, we're going to kill you. If you like Caesars, we're going to kill you. We're going to put it on our ice cream. We're going to put it in our shoes. We're going to wiggle our feet around in it. We're going to put in our Crocs, our BTS branded ketchup among us. Yeah. Chicken Crocs. Anyway, I'd buy them. <sighs> so what, what, were we, what were we talking about? Oh, Crocs. You're not going to buy these ranch dressing Crocs, but you're interested in, what are they called? Giblets? Giblets. <laughs> Giblets. Giblets are chi- like chicken, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Among Us BTS chicken collabs, where's the giblets? Where's the We've Among Us giblets? we a lot about food. I don't know. Maybe I'm hungry. Um, let me see where the gibbets website is. Crocs.com slash C slash gibbets. Oh, they got their pride gibbets. Oh, here we go. Back to the corporate pride. <laughs> okay. Pop off gibbets. See, I'm just curious. Like, are they, you know, people who have pride merch, like big corporations that have pride merch, like, are they donating any of the the proceeds to like you know a local no. lgbt center are they you know supporting trans youth like no. yeah like what are they doing probably not i mean i don't know let's see I, let's click on their express yourself gibbets i don't see anything that would lead me to believe that anything was going anywhere any money was going anywhere else other than the corporation so you think about that when you're supporting you know, I but don't know. The gays were free on... shipping. Okay, free shipping. Well, then I guess I have to buy the giblets. On orders of forty nine ninety nine. What's your favorite Studio Giblet movie? Studio Giblet <laughs> <laughs> movie. I gotta go. Uh, uh, Croc Kiki's Croc Delivery Service. I'm trying to tie it in. It's not working. Kiki's Croc Delivery Service. Mm-hmm. Kiki with she the gals because it's Pride Croc. Week a, tea hunting. A young witch who delivers Croc. A young bitch that delivers Crocs. And it's you. A young witch. I only like the Kiki's Delivery Service that's voiced by Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. 
You would. She voiced that fucking movie. God, how old was she? I don't know. I don't know how old that movie is. Old. <sighs> Anyways, what's your cheese this week, you piece of shit? It's cheese of the week. Oh, my God. So I did something this week that I haven't done in over, like, well over a year. Your taxes? Um, my taxes. <laughs> no, Tax we fraud. went, we ate inside of a restaurant. <gasps> I know. What? In Virginia. Oh. In, so it's Virginia. But um, we made our yearly trip down to the Fashion Center. In Ar- we left D.C. for our once-a-year trip down to the Fashion Center in Arlen- Arlington. Is that the city that's outside D.C.? Girl, you're asking, Arlington, Virginia. I live 3,000 miles away from you. Arlington, Virginia. Went to the mall. And then we met. We had to pick up something there. And we met our friend at... Uh, California Pizza Kitchen. Oh, you know, the three Michelin star restaurant, California Pizza Kitchen. Let me tell you, every, you have to like leave DC to get these restaurants and it's totally worth it sometimes because let me tell you, that Thai chicken pizza from California Pizza Kitchen, it's worth the risk. What's the risk? Food poisoning? No. It's worth the, no. Um, It was me and Justin and our friend, all of us were vaccinated. I think we were one of only two families in the restaurant. They had Mm. outdoor seating, but outdoor seating was kind of crowded. So we sat inside and I didn't anticipate sitting inside, but it, it wasn't, I, it wasn't as weird as I, it was weird, but it wasn't as weird as I thought it was going to be. Right. Um, I don't think I'll do it again for a long time. It was kind of a special occasion situation, Mm -hmm. but the numbers in D.C. are have plummeted. Um, a lot of people here are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. It felt safe. Um, everyone wore their masks when everyone was around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was an it was an interesting experience to start doing that again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You've eaten in a few restaurants. Since. Yeah, the the only times that I've eaten inside of a restaurant is when my parents were in town. Once was for. Oh, it was like at the, right at the beginning of the pandemic um, and we ate outside. And then once was when my dad was was selling my car and he had to drive it back. And that was like right. It was like when our numbers were really down. And then the other time was when we were all vaccinated and they came over for a funeral. Like the, like the, the three times that I've ever gone to a restaurant in the past like year and a half was with my parents. And it was either outdoor seating or it was right after we got our vaccinations. And it was, I don't know, it was kind of weird, but like it was that, it was at a point where we were either outside or we were vaccinated and there were a lot of um, like open seats. Like it was never like a crowded situation. We felt pretty good about it. Um, But I still haven't, I haven't gone to, I haven't like, I, I went to a, no, nope, nope, haven't gone anywhere. Thinking about it, I was like, hmm, no. "Yeah, this is the first thing we've done in literally a year." We were like, "Okay," and you felt okay science. about it because you're trusting your vaccine well, and all of the info that we have is the vaccines work really well. Right. The vaccines all signs point aren't to yes. helping you spread it, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all signs point to if you're vaccinated, you're fine. Right, um, and I think you know you're so taking. If it, Oh, you're, go on. you're taking a calculated risk and you're you're weighing your risk, your benefit factor. And if you're looking at like, OK, we're vaccinated. 
And, you know, science is telling us that, you know, the vaccine works really well. And we're looking, you know, in comparison with that to the current COVID numbers in my area. Like if 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 COVID is spreading like fucking wildfire in your area, you know, then then maybe it wouldn't be a fucking good idea. But it's like, okay, lots of people are vaccinated. The COVID risk is really low. COVID is spreading at a very low rate in my area. Maybe I need to go to California Pizza Kitchen and get that Thai chicken pizza. That Thai chicken pizza, honey, honey, it woke something up inside me. That Thai chicken pizza was woke, sweetie. Honey, it was delicious. But um, I I don't think I'm ready for like Like I said, I think there was one other family in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would be extremely hesitant to go inside like a crowded right. restaurant. You're not ready to make this. You're not ready to make the job. No. And I there's... The mask mandate has been lifted, I think, in D.C., but it's like, you know, company enforced. So I think right. the only place that's lifted it has been like Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, you know, we still wear it in the grocery store and mm-hmm. out and about. Right. I don't know if it's you don't want to get too lax. Do you know what I mean? Because you're like, it's not over yet. If you're vaccinated, some things return to normal. but. I don't know. It doesn't feel over. Right. Yeah, it's not. It's very far from over, you know. Yeah, I get that. It's it's a difficult transition. And then people like, I don't know. Like I said, we're vaccinated. We didn't. And the science is there to support how low your risk of spreading it is and how low, you know, that's why we got vaccinated. Right. And then there are people who like you tell that to and like they're ready to like cut you cut you you know how are they gonna cut you they're gonna cut you with a knife i don't know we should different people have different levels of comfort already and it's been a really traumatizing year like justin's a little more comfortable taking his mask off than i am right and that's okay and you don't you don't feel weird about him doing that but you're for your like for me and my like brain Mm -hmm. it it's what i need you know yeah. See, like I was in a situation, um, my roommate and I went to Costco and Costco um, lifted their mask mandate corporate or like corporate wide. And so I went into Costco and my roommate wore her mask and I was like, I'm going to put this vaccine to the test. So I'm going to see how I feel. And so I had my mask off and I went through Costco and, we, and it wasn't, you know, we weren't near very many people. It wasn't that crowded. But most people also didn't have their mask on. There were a few people that did. But my roommate chose to have hers on and I chose not to have mine on. And at the end of it, I was like, I still feel kind of weird. I still feel kind of icky about it. And so I had to go to the regular grocery store yesterday and I wore my mask, you know. So I feel like it's going to be a very gradual transition for a lot of people just in terms of their comfort level. Like I tried it out and I still felt kind of weird about it. And so I'm going to still I think I'm going to continue wearing mine for a little bit. It's just kind of I'm going to level it on a on a need to need to know basis. I'm just going to kind of figure it out in each situation that I'm in kind of where I'm at comfort wise. Um, yeah. But yeah, meet people where they're at. Meet people at California Pizza Kitchen. One time I got food poisoning from California Pizza Kitchen. What? No. Well, I get food poisoning from basically everywhere. So it doesn't really matter. That doesn't say much, you know. I think every, well, I mean, you know, I don't eat Chipotle anymore. Well, that's just because that you hate burritos. No, it's because I, Went to the ER twice after eating. <laughs> <laughs> that was my one of my ER trips. I shit myself. That my let me tell you, my nurse was happy. They were wearing Crocs that day. Yep, when Joe shit all over her feet, 
Shit on her feet, sis. <laughs> Anyways, uh, good cheese. Let's do our favorite things really fast. These are a few of our favorite things. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing's an app. It's called Libby. It's the Libby app. It's a library app. All you have to have is a library card. You can log into your library and you can rent books for free. Rent oh, books nice. and audiobooks. It is lovely. I got it on uh, my iPad. Uh, literally, all you have to do is enter your library card information, choose mm-hmm. like which library branch is near you, and you can rent from their catalog. Uh, I think nice. rentals are like 30 days. Uh, they have audiobooks of most of the things. You know, they like expire after 30 days, but you can re-rent it for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's literally all free. There's no ads in it or anything. It's just an app to connect you to your library. Support and I've been your reading, local library. I've been reading The Metamorphosis by Kafka, Kafka, mm-hmm. Kufka. Um, and it was, and it's easy. It's got a built-in reader, but you can also choose to open it in like a Kindle app or you port it to your Kindle if you want to. Mm-hmm. But I've just been using the in-app reader. It works really well. Bookmarks everything. You can highlight words, search, and all that. Um, and I think you can rent movies. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. You might be able to rent movies. You can check out magazines the library has. Um, there's extras. There's like a, uh, a universal class thing. My, the DC library has a thing called universal class and you can take like online courses for free and stuff. Oh. Um, and yeah, it's literally all in the app. They'll do like, uh, um, they do like book selections as well. Like what's happening? What's mm-hmm. popular? Best books of 2020. Mm-hmm. You can read comics, your manga, your ma- your mangoes, your mangoes. I mean, it's literally, it's everything. Nice. Yeah, I yeah, think I've heard about this books, before, this. but but I hadn't. I don't have. I didn't have a library card, and I still don't. I need to go get one. Predictable. Me. Predictable. Predictable? No. <laughs> uh, Me not being able to read. That's actually a really good tip, though, because. There's a lot of shit that you can rent for free from your library and not spend yes. money on it. I mean, just the freaking magazine mm-hmm. section. I was scrolling through the the National Enquirer. Oh yes. yes. Unfortunately, you didn't have an article in there. They didn't. Oh. They didn't. The paparazzi weren't. Uh, the June twenty seventh edition: The truth about Joe Biden's health. Is he an alien? I'm looking at it now. Us Weekly, Hello Magazine, OK Magazine. Yeah, it's okay. But they also have like, you know, country living. Um, Do they have Martha Stewart living? They've got a whole bunch of knitting and crocheting magazines. Girl, that is you written all over it. They've got like um, kind of like J14 kind of. J Crew? Um, no. <laughs> no. J Crew magazine? Oh, yeah. My um, no. Good housekeeping. Nash- oh, they got National Geographic there. There's a good there one. There you go. That's a good one. There you go. Good tip, girl. Yeah, check it out. It's I mean, it's a free fucking app. Library cards are free. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to walk in a library these days with COVID, right. which they're open and, you know, you can safely go in with your mask or whatever their guidelines are. But right. if you don't want to go to the library or it's not near you, just rent it through the app. It is literally so easy. You can have several things checked out at a time. You can auto-renew them. It's super easy. That's actually a really good tip. Look at you. There you go. Libby, the Libby thing. app. Luby. Libby. Um, my favorite thing this week is I realized that you are supposed to brush your teeth. Did you know this? Yeah, multiple times a day. 
Yeah. Well, I I, I didn't realize that there were these things called toothbrushes and they're used to improve your oral health. Sis, Um, we all know you haven't been to a dentist in 10 years. That is actually correct. It's been 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. I get it. Girl, you did it. But see, you 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 got on the, you know, you whipped yourself into shape, girl. You got there. You went and did the, the I got damn there thing. and then COVID happened and I was like, oh, I can't go back. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Even though it's completely safe. Anyways, I inherited an old Sonicare toothbrush from my dead grandmother. Um, I remember. And I did change the brush head. I didn't use her same brush head. I'm a, I at least changed that. Anyways, the battery died. And um, this was like the OG Sonicare from like literally 10 years ago. And so it was like runoff of coal power and I had to plug it into a generator. Anyways, it's like steampunk. Yeah, it's like steampunk. You know, there were, you know, you shovel gadgets, coal into it. Yeah. Gadgets and gizmos and gears turning it. And, you know, it it probably produced ozone and shit. Bad for sure. the environment. Um, I had to throw her away because the battery finally puked and I bought a new electric toothbrush and this one was recommended because, of course, I spent 900 years fucking researching electric toothbrushes to get one that was good. And so I landed on the Oral-B Pro 3000 Smart Series Electric Toothbrush with Bluetooth Connectivity Black Edition. Now, before oh my I, God. I mention this, the, the, only reason, the only reason why I bought the one with Bluetooth was because it, it was the only one that came in black. And I really wanted the black toothbrush because I think they're chic. Um, you can get the one that's literally this exact toothbrush, but um, without Bluetooth. It's like you don't fucking need the Bluetooth, y'all. In, it comes in white. And I think it's like 20 or $30 cheaper. This was 80 bucks, Um, And Jesus Christ, it made my gums bleed because it actually does a good job <laughs> um, at brushing your teeth. And Wait. it's been really, really nice. Does the Bluetooth connect to an app and like tells you how you're brushing, what to brush? Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll make fun of you for it, but it low key sounds like interesting. I mean, like I said, I I know both Joe and I really like um, gathering data on ourselves. And so it's nice to like have that data, even though it's probably getting sent back to a server in Oral-B's headquarters. Um, but you don't have to use the app. It's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's recommended these Oral-B Pro, um, smart series toothbrushes are like some of the best in the business apparently. And it was $80, which is like, a you know, a pretty penny to pay for these toothbrushes, but you can literally get, um, this exact toothbrush. I think it's the, the Oral-B Pro 1000. Hold on. Let me look it up. Um, yeah, I think it's the 1000, which is literally just this toothbrush without the Bluetooth. Um, and it's 45 bucks. So it's like almost half off. Um, and it does the exact same amount of like cleaning, et cetera, just without the fancy features. Um, so if you are looking for a new electric toothbrush, apparently these Oral-B Pros are the ones to get, girl. And they're not that expensive if you just want the basic one. So, yes, the Oral-B Pro series toothbrush is keeping my teeth clean, my breath fresh and my gums bloody. So, you know, it's doing a good job, sweetie. Wow. Brush your teeth. Maybe you'll... Uh, Brush you'll, your teeth. That's Maybe you'll advice. do better than me. Brush your teeth. Do you have any sensitive spots that you're worried about? Oh, I have a couple cavities, I know for sure. <laughs> There's no question, <laughs> sweetie. There is no question. I feel that. That's a vibe. We Girl. vibe here. We don't yeah. shame. We don't, we don't shame not going to the dentist. I just wish I could get all my teeth pulled and get fake veneers or something. 
You have to have teeth to get veneers. That's right. We've talked about this like 12 different times. And they're like caps. They're like front plates that go on your teeth. Right. But oh, God, they're so pretty. They are so pretty. I would get veneers in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If I could afford it, absolutely. absolutely. I'm scared to like whiten my teeth. I really need to because I drink so much coffee and tea. Mm-hmm. I need to like whiten them. But I'm afraid because, you know, once that enamel has gone, it's gone, sis. Right. And yeah, I, I, I have my weak teeth. enamel just genetically. Right. I've whitened my teeth a few times and it when I was younger. Yes. And it definitely worked, but my teeth were definitely sensitive. And I was like, I don't I don't know. I feel like my teeth are going to be even more sensitive now since I'm older whitening them. So I know they there's like whitening. All, I mean, all of us whitened our teeth in high school. Why did we do that? Our teeth were already white. Right. We didn't know what what yellow was, sweetie. No, honey. We didn't know. We're in our mid-20s and early 30s now. We didn't know what yellow teeth was. It's over. Just ask us when our when we're 60 and all our teeth are gone. I white balance my DSLR to my teeth. Damn, sis. So that's why you're yellow. So that now the rest of me looks blue. <laughs> the rest we of lo- me, blue, unsaturated. My teeth, though, sparkling on camera. Stunning. Stunning. Just, just completely... <laughs> just blasted (laughs) anyways good favorite things um good recommendations library and electric toothbrushes uh we will have i will have the link to the specific toothbrush if you are interested in our um show notes on our patreon patreon.com slash the show sam and joe or you can just go to the show sam and joe.com it'll land you to the same place Um, yeah there you go good favorite things we gotta go We got to go. Thank y'all so much for listening. It's always good to see you. (laughs) 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 My brain just like short circuited there. Mm -hmm. Um, But we will see y'all next week. And if you are a Patreon patron, there will be a bonus episode this week. Yep. That's that's it. Now you say. Okay. uh, 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 Sounds good. uh, Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. Johnny B. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.